Hello listeners, Chad here. Just wanted to give you all a heads up that I tried something a little different with editing this week. I was a lot more relaxed than I normally am, and it's just something that I'm experimenting with because of how long it takes to edit an episode. So this one's a little bit more raw than you've heard the last 10 episodes, and that there are slightly longer gaps than I normally would keep, and we're talking over ourselves when trying to get our thoughts out. I really want feedback. Do you want to hear and edit closer to our actual conversations, or would you like something a little bit more polished? Also, I added a bleep because Matt accidentally said his son's name. So listen, enjoy, and let us know what you think. Happy 4th of July weekend. In honor of Will Smith's summer legacy, we are reviewing Independence Day and maybe the sequel that no one's seen. I, I don't know. We'll see what we do in this hour. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. And we're back with episode 11 of our podcast. We used to talk about this at work. man welcome back matt this is good to be back yeah we had a, we had a little layoff <laughs> i mean we already aren't being paid for this so you know right you gotta take care of your mental health take days off when you need to yes yes the stress of editing down the racist things that you say every week it really got to me matt hey man well I'm glad you rested because I'm going to say a lot of racist stuff on this episode. I believe you. I believe you. So uh, just to, you know, get a little behind the scenes on the show, um, we haven't re- actually recorded an episode in two weeks. So I have a question for you, Matt. How was your Father's Day? It was not too bad. Just relaxed and everything like that. But, you know. Father's Day ain't the same thing as Mother's Day. So I end up cooking on Father's Day. Um, got a nice little gift from my son and the wife. Just relaxed. How was your Father's Day? It was nice. It was nice. Um, I was ha- A lot happened um, the week leading up to Father's Day. Um, we had like a very small family get together for uh, my daughter's first birthday um she's she's finally one i'll tell you what it's been a long year she is she's a lot but i love her so much so as a result uh my mother-in-law she came into town and so we had my mother-in-law in in town and you know getting everything together for the birthday celebration but um it was nice um my daughter's daycare had her do like a little hand painting thingy for Father's Day for me. So that was nice. And I also ended up cooking. I cooked a big breakfast because that was the last day my mother-in-law was in town. It was nice. Um, hung out with my nephews and they gave me like a, a shirt that said Funko and some socks, you know, some Nintendo socks. So yeah, it was it was a it was a really good actual Father's Day, like the day of. And it was a good week leading up to it too. And that's good. We went to my wife's parents' house because her father was making gyoza. What's that? You know what that is? No. Uh, what is that called in the States? Pot stickers? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. Yeah, so he made those from scratch, and then that's when I cooked steak. But the biggest surprise of the night was because we was drinking and started doing some in-house karaoke. <clears throat> After 15 years of being with the wife, she sung and she can sing. Now people be like, ah, oh, you've been together, you never heard her sing before. Well, there's times where she'd be cooking and she'd be like softly singing or I catch her in the shower or shower. And then, but then whenever she sees me, she stops. But this time was the first time she full blown out loud singing. And I was like, you've been doing, you could be doing this all these years and you never told me. <laughs> you could have been a J-pop star and everything. That could have been your manager. We could have been out there. We could have been popular. We could have been rich. I mean, there's still time, right? I don't know the shelf life of these J-pop stars. She's getting up there in age. Okay. Um, I'll, I mean, I feel like there's an audience for like adults that want to hear nice music, right? Mm -hmm, maybe because she can play instruments. She can play the piano. She can play the violin. She can play the clarinet a little bit. So I'm just like, oh, you multifaceted and you can sing too. We could have been doing something. You still can, Matt. Just because she's not 14 doesn't mean that you can't export your wife's musical talents. Exactly. And I'd be on that tambourine. We could be the new Ike and Tina. Minus, no, no, minus no. the domestic violence. No, minus nobody, the domestic violence. Nobody trying to see you up there. Just have fun out there. Now nah, you're right. We got to keep the illusion like she's single. So there you go. Be wanna, Get people want to uh, uh -huh. <laughs> like they could be like they could be with her. Yeah, get her to stop wearing that wedding ring, you know? And yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Hide your son. Don't, yeah, don't go by, don't use her last name at all. Just keep her first name in there and then we're going to be good to go. We're going to ride this till the wheels fall off. Exactly, you know? And um, yeah, but yeah, don't record worry, record her record her singing and, and, and stitch it to the end of this episode, man. Hey, man, and don't, don't be surprised if next week I'm promoting a new single by my wife, all right? <laughs> Catch it on Spotify and Apple Music. Yep. Great <laughs> review, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Um, you you are gonna have to find a way to record that though. Okay, right, I'm just gonna uh yeah, I gotta figure it out way. I'm like, don't be shy. The people wanna hear this because they think I'm lying now. No, I meant like just have her sing and like record it without her knowledge. Oh yeah, definitely. That that would probably be the easier route than trying to convince her to not, you know, be uncomfortable. Right. I don't know if Samantha has any hidden talents. None have popped up to my knowledge, but um, I'll, I'll be on the lookout. Yes. Spy on her while she's taking a shower, see if she's singing. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, she does play music when she showers, so maybe. But, you know, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do other stuff now. I don't care. <laughs> so it's been a couple of weeks since we've gotten together. So what all have you been up to, man? uh not much um my son been doing kickboxing and this is a girl uh i don't know her name but we just call it a sister because she's a it's a brother and a sister that go there and she's been doing this since for three years three plus years and her father is a former 
kickboxer. I don't know if he did it amateur or professional or whatever. So she's like the best person there. She's 10. And my son, he's 10 too. And I, I don't want to blame it on being American or whatever, but he's bigger and taller than the rest of the kids there. So he's been doing it for about a month, month and a half, two months. Uh, let me think about it. About two, two and a half months. So the length of this podcast, man. Mm, yes. So whenever he goes against the sister, the sister don't show like when he first started, you know, she she knows that his skills was limited. So she would like take it easy on him. But then now that he's starting to get better, start having more power in his punches and kicks and everything. Now she'd be letting them have it. So last week they uh they went at it. He was getting rocked with kicks in his stomach and everything else like that. And I was like, and I wanted to stop, but then you know, he's got to tough it out. We'll dress uh where he could have done better later on. So right after that, the sister went out, went and did another kid. And I guess that adrenaline was still up in her, that anger, whatever you want to call it. This person only been there for like two weeks. Oh no. So they right. And she was just rocking this person, made them made them cry, right? And I was like, <laughs> damn. And it was so bad. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, I felt like box. I'm like, throw in the damn towel. Why nobody stopping this? So then it got to a point where even like the sister's mother had to be like, slow it down, stop. Cause she was just. It was like, imagine like me right now with no experience going in against a sensei who's been doing this for whatever, and he going 100% <laughs> at me. And it was like nothing he could do. And I'm like, somebody need to stop this. This is, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for that girl that she was going against. And yet so, you just still just watching it like with your popcorn, like, well, I mean, I mean, somebody should nah, stop this, but nah, perform. Nah, it, normally it's like that because it'd be like a good match. But this was like a one-sided thing. And again, it felt, I felt bad for that person, that, that little girl. <laughs> And I'm like that they they sensation to put her in that situation. So fast forward to yesterday where we went. The sensei's lining up and then oh before that, because normally she just has her gloves on and everything else like that. Okay. But this time she puts her mouth guard in and she puts her headgear on. And I looked at another father that was next to me. I said, ah oh, shit. Cause now she came, she came to play today. She oh. didn't come to play. She came to put in that work because she got her stuff on too. Uh-oh. Normally, she normally she just got the gloves on, but Uh-oh. now she has her mouthpiece, her headgear, and I'm like, oh shit. So then I'm in my head, I'm like, please don't put on with my son. So then she he puts it with my son. So now I told my son last time, like, you're bigger and stronger than she is. So you need to just go out, use your power, do whatever. But then she kept kidding, hitting him with the kicks last time. So I was like, this time, so when I saw she had her headgear on and she t- paired up with my son, I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, um, you don't have to be aggressive this time. Just, uh, you know, wait we'll wait for your spots, you know, this, this, and that. Don't be too aggressive, all right? He was like, all right. She went in there from jump, started rocking him, like hitting his head like he was all covered up. He couldn't do nothing. And I was like this, like, I'm concerned. I'm like, I'm yelling at her. I'm like, block, kick, do whatever like this. And she's like punching him in his face, whatever. His Jeez. head here gets all crazy and everything else like that. And I'm just like, but he didn't cry. I could tell he was hurt. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. physically, he was hurt. Yes. But I'm like, I'm like, you did good. This, this, and that. I was like, all right, cool. You you did it. And he was like, uh, I'm like, what's wrong? 
he was like, I don't want to do this. Like he, he, like, wants, to do... he wants to quit. He wants to quit. I was like, you don't want to do what? He, he was like, I don't want to keep getting hit. And I was like, nobody, nobody wants to get hit. That's why you got to block and everything else like that. So now she went against her brother. Her brother is like two or three young, years younger than her. So, but he's, he's one of the good ones. She said, I don't care about blood. <laughs> we, got to, we, we came here to fight. And she was rocking him too. And then, because my son was going to get somebody little, so I wasn't really paying attention to him. But then I was watching her because whenever she goes in there, it's just crazy. So she was going there, rocking her brother, punched him. And then the, the last blow was a hook to the face. He fell through the, the bottom ropes and started crying. And I was like, yikes. And he quit. He didn't do nothing else after that. He was all crying and everything. And she has no compassion. It's not like afterwards she'd be like, are you okay or nothing? She's like, next one. Jeez. Oh, I, I forgot the point of this is the reason why my son went against her first is because Sensei was trying to put other people with her and nobody wanted to go against her. So your son volunteered? Well, my son don't speak Japanese, so he was like lined up right here. So he's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and plus oh. my son is not and plus my son is not scared of her. But she put that work in. She's been consistently putting that work in. 100%. See if she has. She's, she's been putting that work in on everybody. But my son, he's not scared to get in there, but it's just once he's in there, he's like, uh, yeah, those three years versus my two months is, uh, is a big difference. <laughs> but like whenever whenever we go there, I'm looking for who is a sister going to make cry today. That and I start thinking about like, traumatic. I start thinking about CTE too. The way uh, the girl the last week was getting rocked by those, uh, by those punches. I'm like, can, can kids get CTE? I, I don't see why not. Right, Any, like, I, I felt, think that's a human thing. Because the way she was getting hit in her head, it was like <laughs> I was bad. I was gonna throw the towel at myself, and that's not even my kid. That's how bad she was. And, like, the, and like, not the funny thing, but the sensei don't be like caring at all. Like, well, he does care because this time when she was whooping my son ass, the sensei was like, ah, oh, uh, and he was trying to pull him away. He was telling her how to block and everything, but then she kept going forward. And I was like this, Ugh, I don't even know how to, because I'm like, it's easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, just block or, or kick. But when you get that fury of kicks and punches, and <laughs> I you, don't even know uh, what I'll do. <laughs> discombobulated and stuff. Right. Man, yeah. You just got to get away. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, he does this twice a week. And how, how is he? Like, um, can he count to 10? Like, yo, has he been sleeping a little too long? Like, how is the young man? Yeah, no, he good. He uh, we was driving away. He was like, "Daddy, my face hurts." And I was like, <laughs> "I bet it does. I bet it does." So, but then once we got home, I was like, "All right, we'll get some McDonald's." So we got some McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> what What did he order? Uh, a double quarter powder with cheese. Hmm. So then we got that. He came home, made it, and he was like, "I'm about to go lay down." Mm-mm. I was a. Uh, and I was like, nah, you need to stay up, man. I was like, just, 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 you can lay down, just gonna go to sleep, you know, just in case, you know, can't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, but then, uh, he, uh, he's good, he's good now. So, uh, yeah, it was just yikes. Yeah, just, just, you know, make sure his pupils not dilated, but you know, nah, yeah, he, he good. He just, I mean, at least I know he could take an ass whooping though. <laughs> I don't know, I guess that's good. Um, they finally opened up uh, out in Japan. They finally opened up the bars and the clubs now. So officially, we can do anything and everything. We have no restrictions now. 
Okay. So have you done anything? Well, actually, let's roll back. So right now it is Saturday in America. When did this happen for you? Thursday. Okay. So I guess that's kind of a small window to ask, did you do anything yet? Oh, no. I went out. uh, Well, I wanted to go out. uh, I know people went out the day that they announced that people went out to the bars and clubs and everything. Everything was crowded. Well, I don't know. Because, and plus, like, you know, it's been a year and a half of we couldn't do this. So a lot of places was closed down. So I was like, I want to go on Friday because I want to see how these people are going to act. They haven't been able to do this in over a year. So I know they're about to lose their mind out here. So plus, I'm in this uh, Facebook group with uh, spouses and stuff. And let you know that uh, we only got one ship here. Well, um, that's not clear. I know what you mean, but what do you mean by a, space, a Facebook group for spouses? So there's Facebook group for the spouses, the military spouses of the sailors and people that's here in Japan. So we only got one ship here. That means all the other ships are out to sea. All of these spouses talking about, oh, I need a babysitter, this, this, and that. They trying to get, as a kid say, they trying to get lit out here, trying to get loose. So I wanted to be out there to see what was going on. But the problem with that is, since the ships are gone, my friends are gone. So I didn't have nobody to go out with. You want to so, go out with your so, wife? No, nah, she had to work. Yeah. So basically, we just went out to a restaurant, ate, but then we walked around. I just wanted to see what was open, what, what spots were closed or open. And there was a lot of people out there. So it seemed like everybody had a good time. But yeah, so we are good to go where we're at in Japan as far as there is no restrictions. And stuff like that but i know in other areas like tokyo or rapungi area they still have some restrictions and stuff like okay. that so are you going to be hitting the movie theaters yes that's what i want to is we can finally start doing go to movie theaters now so i know they get the fast nine and that whatever's available and, and other movies that. yes <laughs> yes and other movies i just know that that's out right now yeah so yeah so i really want to so eventually Probably next weekend during the holiday week, we might venture out and do something. Oh, snap, Matt. You going to have a, a report for us? A brand spanking new movie that's not streaming somewhere? You about to about to do an mm-hmm. independent review? Mm-hmm. And then, and but it's, it's going to be with subtitles because we out here in Japan doing it. So it's going to be good. You're doing more than me. Like, I feel weird about going to the theater, but also it's like, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with my kid. Like, if we go to the theater. Right, that's true. I mean, I guess because, you know, they've. I'm not really worried about it because... I mean, your son's a lot know, older than my daughter, so... Right, but he can't sit through movies for really? some reason. He not, He just doesn't want to. Like, the, uh, the only time he... Like, if we go to a movie theater, then he has to sit. But if I ever try to watch a movie at home, I mean, on that's, Netflix... That's different, though. You know, Oh yeah, but like in a movie theater because he has to. But it, at home, he he uh will not sit through. He might watch like the first pad, then want to dip off and do some other stuff, or he'll come back. So, like, yeah. have you ever you sit down and watch a movie? Ever just watch the movie straight through? Then pause, not even to go to the bathroom. Like, it, we have a different mentality when we're at home, right? Because not it's more. Uh, I can do, I can go without pausing or bathroom. It's more, if there's a slow spot, 
I might pick up my phone and mm-hmm. look at something real quick while it's slow. But yeah, where in a movie theater, you're forced to well, pay attention. You I guess should. you could. You right. should. <laughs> I've never, I've like in a movie theater, I'm just watching. I'm not looking at my phone, but at home, yeah, I'm picking up my phone, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it when I have to go to the bathroom at the movie theater because I'm like, I spent all this money. Yeah, now you about to miss a part. Right. <laughs> Just yell up, hey, can you pause this real quick? I'll be right, right back. <laughs> Projectionist. I know you're right. back there. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be really interesting hearing hearing you out on these streets, Matt, in the coming mm-hmm. weeks, coming up, coming episodes. Um, so I have been playing a lot of video games and um, none of them are Kingdom Hearts. Just, just so you know. Well, well, you you got off that train. I don't want to say I'm off the Kingdom Hearts train, but it's real hard to make myself play those games when I'm like, God, this is 2004 gameplay. This is this is too slow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I played um, not the most recent Ratchet and Clank because that came out like two or three weeks ago, but the one that came out before that, it was like mm-hmm. free on PlayStation Network a couple of months ago. So I, I played that. Apparently, it's a remake of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, play that on PS4. It's pretty fun. Like it's a good game to like just shoot around in and just have a podcast or something going. So that was nice. <laughs> um. And then I played this other game called Golf. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll get to that last. Uh, this game called Overboard. And it's kind of like, um, did you play any of those like old point and click games like um, uh, Secret of Monkey Island or Sam and Max? Where, no, where it's basically, right, so the specific scenario for this game is, it's the 1930s. You're on a cruise ship. The game opens and you push your husband overboard. Mm-hmm. And you're like seven hours away from getting to New York and just disappearing. So each action you take takes up time. So let's say, so the game opens up and you're in your cabin. And let's say you get out of bed and go to the bathroom that adds like maybe two minutes to the timer like because you count down till when you can just get off the boat and so the object is to make sure that you frame somebody else for the murder of your husband so like possibly plant evidence or coerce somebody to like go with your whatever you decide the story is of what happened you said time is taken off because you gotta go to the bathroom what if you don't go to the bathroom is it like sims where they, they peel themselves no, no. So you're not going to the bathroom to pee. Like you're going to the bathroom because um, there's actually some sleeping pills in the bathroom. So like you're going at different areas to look at stuff. So there's sleeping pills in the bathroom. So if you don't take the sleeping pills out of the bathroom, when it gets to the end of the scenario, then somebody would have gone through your room because they know you're eventually they're going to find out your husband's missing and they're going to see the sleeping pills. And so they're going to think that you sedated him and pushed him overboard. Uh... So like the game can, the game takes like 30 minutes to play. 
And so like the point is to keep playing it till you actually get the right sequence of events down. So the first time you played it, did you uh, get away? Hell no. Murder? Fuck no. <laughs> like they saw right through my little eyes and I went straight to jail. And the second time I, uh, I got the captain of the ship because, you know, since he's the captain, he's like looking over everything and he saw me push her over. So I got him to come to my room and I had sex with him. So he'd be cool. And then I framed this other girl on the ship. But that still wasn't right because somebody blackmailed me. Like the, it, it ended like with somebody sending me a, a note saying, I know what you did. So basically, you shouldn't kill everybody on that boat. You can kill, like, you can kill other people, yes, but you can't kill everybody. No loose ends. That's right. And the last game I play is called Golf Story, which is basically like an RPG, but instead of battling, you play golf. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, it's like the graphics are kind of like Game Boy-ish. So it's like nothing too like um, crazy looking, but uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Our guest this week just joined us, Dominique. Hello, Miss. Hello, sirs. How are you? Not bad, not bad. So it has been a minute since I've spoken to you. Um, Dominique is another person that we used to work with, and we used to talk about a lot of stuff with at work. Um, a few weeks back, I had, uh, we had Lindsay on the show and she is like the first person that sat across from me when I trained people. And I think you were like the second person that sat across from me. So, um, yeah, we kind of got kind of close, but, um, yeah. Um, do you have any fun anecdotes from when we worked together back in the day? First of all, Chad. Yes, miss. People think you're smug. I don't. Okay. You just have a dry sense of humor. Okay. Where are we going with this? Antidotes. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. You got to get to know you to understand. <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. He asked. Well, just tell him. But anyway, however, it's always you got to do better, Dominique. You got to do better. I don't want to do better, Chad. I want to do it this way. Yeah, I mean, that was like my main catchphrase, do better. Um, haven't thought about a lot of that stuff in some time. Um, I haven't, Oh, really? You're just brand new? No, like I haven't trained anybody in years now. Since years? I left, since I left. It's not years. When did I leave? Okay, so Rona doesn't count. That <laughs> Rona was the doesn't fault. Count. We're just going to act like that was some Infinity Stones type Thanos snap your finger stuff. Okay, okay. So we're all back now. Uh, we all lost five years, okay? Yeah. I, I, we can't go to the bank for a loan. Right. <laughs> uh, so I left in April of 2019. That was 2019? Okay, yeah, because then Rona hit. Okay. So... So yeah, okay. so like I've just been a regular worker bee the last few years, and so I really haven't think do better. Because why would I tell myself that? Like, I, of course I'm doing better, you know. You don't need to motivate yourself like that. No, no, no. no. 
that that's not how this works. I don't in my head there's no motivation. It's just a lot of sadness, you know. So Matt, how long have you been gone? I left five months after Chad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I left in uh August of 2018. <laughs> Y'all those people that be like, oh, how old is your baby? Oh, he's 17 months and two two weeks and four days and 36 I I, hours. And I'll be like, motherfucker, just a year and a half. I always exaggerate my son. They'd be like, how old is he? I don't know, 10 or 11. I don't know, somewhere around there. I, I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, you know, about um 1,500 months, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, what you been up to, lady? Just booked the flight to Vegas. We're going to be out there for about a week. Okay. And um, I'm going to fly into Vegas. Then I'm going to take a two-hour drive and hit Cali okay. to see my son play football. High school. Okay. Wide receiver. Junior. Varsity. Not junior varsity. He's a junior, and he's playing varsity. I appreciate then, those pauses between each words, too. And then... I'll head back to Vegas after the game on that Friday, and my daughter turns 21. Oh, wow. So we're going to do the whole Vegas thing since she's turning 21. That's what she wanted to do for her 21st birthday. So Vegas it is. She said she didn't have time for any flaky friends. She know that her mom almost definitely would go. That's a solidified person that will be there. But she was like, I know my mama will book a flight. So I also know my mother will pay for a lot of things. So yes, mom, come with. No, I didn't play for her ticket. Okay, all right. But yeah, we'll hit Vegas. Oh yeah, and I do have a Cancun trip coming. Uh oh, is that this year? Yep. Okay. Okay. That's for my birthday in August. All right. Well, man, I look forward to those pictures on Facebook. All right. So okay. you guys ready to hit this movie? We got um, two movies to hit. Um, Matt has seen like a third of the first movie or the second movie. So it's going to be you and me kind of driving on the sequel here. But y'all ready to do this? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So this week, our first movie we're discussing is Independence Day. Today, you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. The 4th of July will be known as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Who do you shoot next? Come on! Come on! Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Something you want to add to this briefing, Captain Hiller? No, sir. Just a little anxious to get up there and whoop E.T.'s ass. That's all. The aliens are coming, and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive. So funny enough, uh, the day that this episode is going live, July 3rd, 2021, is the 25th anniversary of the release of this movie. 
So my question to you two is, what do you remember about this movie before you actually saw it? You know, before you rewatched it. First thing that comes to mind is I always remember like Vivek Fox being a stripper. Yeah, it's an ass for you. Russell K. Randy Quaid. Yeah, the drunk daddy. That up yours. <laughs> I mean, uh, welcome to Earth, you know? Mm-hmm. Classic line. Um, yeah. I remember like the first time I saw this, like not vividly, but we rented the movie. I'm assuming it came out on VHS. Like this movie came out in 2000. I'm sorry, 1996. So I'm assuming it came out on VHS like around the same time, 1997. I just remember like it's a holiday weekend or maybe it was just because it was summertime and every day feels like holiday time in the summertime. And, you know, I'm watching the movie in our living room and, you know, my mom's there and my grandparents there and everybody's there just watching it. And I'm like, man, this is this is so damn cool. And yeah like the 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 blowing up of the white house and like oh those people on the building like with the science and stuff them blowing up too Mm -hmm. nothing but iconic scenes but all right um so those are our memories so (laughs) does this movie hold up to your memories yeah after the rewatch yeah 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 i i'll rewatch it whenever i see it on tv sometime okay yeah, it's something like, yeah, it holds up because it's it's good. Like this, there's there are slow parts in it, mm-hmm. but overall, it's a good movie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I third. Um, so I have a question because uh, we didn't really get into it, but um, both of you are veterans, so around holiday time. In the movie, they said that like half of the armed forces was on leave. Do they let that like do they let like a lot of people off on leave like around the holidays? Like how does that work? Fuck no. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm thinking about let me think that let me think when you're stateside is different versus when you're overseas. Okay. Right. That right there. When exactly when you're overseas, no, you don't get shit off. You might, I take that back. Some holidays, maybe if like you might be able to get, if a holiday comes through, you might be able to get that like Friday or Monday off. But it's rare that happens. Stay side, then yeah, because it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like you're working a regular job there. So most likely, stay side, yes, overseas, sometimes. Okay. What he, what he said, and it depends on if, if, when you're overseas, if it's a cl- conflict, if you're like with me, when I was in Iraq, the holidays were hit, people were still rolling and stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh, and to clarify, Matt's Navy, I'm Army. Okay. Well, yes, yes, for the listeners. So, <laughs> like when they when they said like uh, when the aliens came and they were like, you know, half of our our soldiers are on leave, that jumped out at me because I was like, I wonder if that's accurate yeah stay side because they were a stay side that they hit on u.s soil well on on ground so stay side like matthew said it's fourth of july weekend so everybody has leave or passes gone home or, or wherever to granny's house or something 
so yeah half the people on leave and then you got a few those few that's those few stragglers that stay back that's probably like the staff duty people and stuff and then when it's time to recall it just all depends okay um another thing that kind of jumped out at me and this is just looking at the movie from like a 2021 lens is that you know the aliens were hovering over the different sites and the president's like all right people please stay in your homes and what do people do they just out in these streets and i'm like some things never change Mm -hmm. exactly and just like those people in the building and stuff it, it used to be, you know, if aliens come, people be like, oh, uh, they're coming to kill us type of thing. We're all against them. Or the, the, the country, the world is going to band together type of thing. But with 2021 lenses, you know, you want to have those people like they're our friends and stuff like that. Just like how those people stand on the building was uh, waiting for them to come. I mean, but there was like, it showed perspectives from you know all ends though like people some people were panicking and like packing up and running out and on the newscast they were saying people please stop shooting at the at the alien crabs <laughs> yeah there's did. people out there with their signs and stuff so it's like where, it where was it said where's where he at who will smith he's in california like, okay that's that's florida all day <laughs> that's that's not like some Florida stuff. Stop shooting at the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it was consistent. So it's like people was out here on some ridiculous stuff in 1996, just like they were on 2021. Only other thing that could have been added is if they had some people like interviewing on the news saying they're here to destroy us and we should be destroyed. Like that's the only thing that was missing. Right. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know, like this is genuinely like one of my favorite movies like uh i'm just watching it and it's just like there's so little of this movie that i don't remember and i probably haven't seen this movie in like 15 years you know Mm -hmm. so like just watching it so much and it's like you know you you're you're jumping across to like all these different characters and you're like yeah i'm connecting with all these guys and even that um that sniveling dude in the president's um cabinet, the oh, one that we the, all hate. Um, the the silver hair about the short silver hair dude that yeah. was like, uh, we shouldn't do this or we should do this now. Da 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 him. And then when when it was time to pray, he was sitting over there with the little kids holding hands to pray. And he was like, I'm not <laughs> Jewish. He was like, It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like I always hated him, but like as an in adult every I'm like, movie he play in <laughs> i always hated this character but like in this one i was like i could kind of see where he's coming from like i'm not saying he was right but i could kind of see where he was coming from you know like yeah. i don't i don't fully agree with the president not knowing about like aliens and stuff because like i feel like you get sworn in as president like some people come in and they're like okay here's the deal there's aliens and stuff there's all this other messed up stuff and then that's how presidents age so quickly right so i just found you know i'm like you shouldn't be holding that back yeah i felt like that was something that you he talking about is classified that's the unclassified (laughs) right and i'm like i was like what the hell did he just say it's classified you talking to the president unclassified like like 
who is above your pay grade that's telling you you can't tell him right and it's like aliens have come and you're not thinking you know we do have some aliens at area 51 this might be relevant like how, how do you not connect those dots you know what character i forgot all about chat remember at the tv station and the man was on his phone with his mom he was like mom get in the car and head to aunt <laughs> yes like i was watching that and i was like whoa we can't be doing this in 2021 what are we doing here movie like <laughs> it was like get in a this car is, this is not an appropriate family. depiction of gay characters all right <laughs> right it was like get in a car and head to aunt. i was like <laughs> i don't know so like overall we all feel like it kind of holds up yeah, yeah definitely definitely holds up all right, so I, I feel like we don't have a lot to say because this is a good movie and we're going to actually, you know, talk some shit in a minute. But um, let, let's hit some trivia facts here. Um, what do you two think the Rotten Tomatoes is of Independence Day? Uh, 80, 90, 90. I'm going to give it about a 92. So this was surprising to me. Also, it has a 67. It's still fresh. It's still fresh but it has a 67. Wow. Um, you got to remember it like they were a little harsher on stuff back in the 90s. Well, yeah, and then this alien sci-fi futuristic kind of, well, you know, I mean, not futuristic in that sense, but, you know, yeah. jump ahead a few years. Yeah, it's like now, if this movie came out now, it would probably be rated a little bit higher just because we're used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I captured a little data about the box office of this movie. So the budget was $75 million. It had a worldwide gross of, um, $817 million. I was about to say it topped it, whatever the budget was, it topped it because when this came out, it was like a super seller. Yes, it was. So um, this movie, um, it opened at number one in the box office with mm-hmm. 50 million and it beat out Nutty Professor like for mm-hmm. the top slot. And mm-hmm. the other things that were in the theater were The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Eraser, The Rock, Striptease, Twister, crushed all of them. The Rock and Striptease in 96? Mm-hmm. The Rock, Alcatraz, I mean, yeah, Sean yeah. Connery. Yeah, Sean and, Connery? Um, Nick Cage, yeah. yeah. Oh, it beat Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. It, it, it did some numbers. Was this the start of Will Smith being Mr., what they used to call him, Mr. Summer or Mr.? Yeah, I think this is what put him on the... Yes, this made him yeah. a movie star. Yeah, this yeah. made him a movie star, and then he followed up, I think, with, like, Bad Boys. Uh, Men in Black is somewhere in there, too. Yeah, the first one. So um, got a trivia question, and then we're going to do some trivia dump stuff, and then we'll talk about um, the sequel that they made for some reason. All right, so the huge hype that the film began generating in early 1996 caused Warner Brothers to postpone, postpone the release of Mars Attacks from summer to Christmas. And Steven Spielberg canceled his plans to direct which of the following movies? So Cowboys and Aliens, which ended up coming out in 2011. War of, the, War of the Worlds, which came out in 2005. 
Battlefield Earth, which came out in 2000, or The Day the Earth Stood Still in 2008. Now, I'm not saying that this is a movie that Spielberg ended up directing, but he was going to direct this movie in 1996. Um, the Day the Earth Stood Still. No, I want to go with Battleground something, whatever Battlefield that was. Earth? Yeah. All right. So the answer is War of the Worlds, and he did direct it. Mm. All right. I don't think I watched that. <clears throat> it was all right. It had Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was her dad, wasn't he? Yeah. And that's it, when the um the it had big... that bullshit ending where the son, like he had a son also, and his son did something fucking stupid that he like basically ran towards the aliens and yeah the big tall alien things okay okay i did watch that and throughout the whole rest of the movie you think oh man the son's dead and then he's alive at the end and i call such bullshit on that yeah yeah it that was stupid because like i'm that's why i vaguely remember you had to start saying something made me think about it when you said the code of vanity him like the whole time it was just like yeah you thinking the son was dead and then at the end you're like what the hell whatever all right so let me jump through this trivia so it holds the record for most miniature model work to appear in one film model shop supervisor michael joyce estimated that more miniatures were used for this film than any other two films combined due to the advances in digital technology since this film released most experts believe this record may never be broken because, you know, the White House was a model and all that other stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the highest grossing movie in 1996. And interestingly enough, um, actually, I'm going to read this and then I want to jump back into something else that I thought about while watching the movie. Uh, this ba- movie was banned in Lebanon because it included scenes where Israel and Iraqi soldiers joined forces in the montage where uh, militaries around the world signed onto the U.S. plan to counterattack the alien forces. So I was like, I hear you like the aliens, you know, kicking everybody ass and America's got a plan. But like all those other countries, like they getting the word out like, oh, man, America's got a plan. It's about time that America's came to save our asses. I was like, nah, <laughs> man, even in 1996, people weren't fucking feeling America. No, not but, at all. But America is always the one that comes in to help save everybody. So, I mean, I get it. But it wasn't all happy-go-lucky like how they portrayed it. But yeah, because we always going to fight somebody's damn battle. But they don't always ask for the help. I know. Trust me, I was there. So before we jump to the bullshit sequel, what would you have liked to have seen from a sequel? Like, let's not talk about what we've seen in the sequel, but just going off of you've just seen the first one and you're like, I need some more Independence Day in my life. Okay, so then, you know, it's the rebuild after everything, of course, was obliviated in the first one. You know, they rebuild the country. White House gets back build up and everything. Um, like Will Smith should have been somewhere in the sequel as no, like no stop stop don't acknowledge the sequel. Just okay. What, well, what would you we, like? Like to... we want to see what goes on after. I wanted to know what happened. You know, like with um, you know, scientist dude. I can't think of his name right now. Who cracked uh... the code? Uh, oh, oh, Jeff Goldblum. 
yeah, him, you know, like, did he get, like, did they get awards? Did they get put in charge of something? You know what I'm saying? Did they make a whole, you know, like, go in, they could have went more into, yeah, what happened after. Where would the conflict be there? What would, would be the conflict? If, you know, this is your this is a sequel that you would like to see. This is a second part, a part two. You got to clean up the aftermath, you know, because you might, it might be some straggler aliens. Yeah, we okay. figured out how to, how to destroy them, but you got to think about the ones that came down, the little individuals that was pew, pew, pew. And okay, okay. I'm with you. Matt, what, you know. would, you, what would your sequel be? I wouldn't have one. Okay. To me, this, this seems like a uh, Open and shut case, and <laughs> it, 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 it felt like because there was never once before this I was like, you know what they need Independence Day two, right? But if I had to do one, then it would kind of be just like any other sequel to a thing or a, a new a new threat. Uh, but I don't think I would do an Aliens because Independence Day was done pretty well for. Um, 4th of July, Independence Day type of thing. So just create a new threat, whether it be terrorist or something, just it, my, my theme wouldn't be aliens. We've done that. My theme will be Independence Day where it's threatening the US around Independence Day. So I would just make a new threat for around, centered around that time. What? what? So like it would be people. Yeah, people? I wouldn't sit. I, I wouldn't sit. I, my my franchise would not be based around just aliens. Okay, but that's what people came to see, right? No, that's because what they came to see. Because when you say Independence that, Day, that's, they're that's what they know. aliens. Because that's based off the first one. But then if they're coming to see, you know, the characters I put in that movie, now. They would they seen how we got rid of one threat. Now I don't have these same characters in the next movie dealing with another threat. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I kind of like kind of kind of kind of like um Fast and the Furious franchise, where it's just the same shit, same people, just a different threat. So you're saying it's not aliens, they're fighting people. Yeah. Terrorists. I don't know. Whatever. He just said a different type of threat. It doesn't right. have to be aliens. It could just be terrorists or it could be sea creatures or something. <laughs> right, right. Cyborgs. Okay. It's just got to be another threat versus aliens. Okay. Because when you do aliens, you're, you're, you can only do so much unless, because you've already set the standard of what quote unquote aliens look like for your franchise and what they can do. So unless you've already had this pre-planned out about uh, you're going to do this one on this uh, movie, this one on this movie, once you put this out, you're like, All right, I want to do another one again, then you're going to have to come up with something. Um, I get what you're saying because it gets boring, the same old yeah. thing. Right, right. Well, I, I, I'm boring because in my dream sequel, you know, the aliens, they just send the second wave and, you know, we, we got to go back up and, you know, finish the fight. And we get some Will Smith one-liners. Wasn't that the same movie you just watched the first time? <laughs> That's what the people want, man. 
Is that what they wanted? And so people like you is one, the reason why we got the second one. All right. Not really, because I just said Will Smith one-liners. And was Will Smith in this sequel? No. No. So not, not, uh, on, we... not on the parts I saw. <laughs> <laughs> All Dude, right. That's why it's trash. So we're gonna uh, run through Independence Day resurgence. Our whole lives built up to this moment. Make them pay. Not going out there to make friends. We've got to remind them Earth is not for the taking. All fighters to pay, to pay! I had years to get us ready. We're going down! We never had a chance. Two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extra solar threat. But will mankind's new space defense be enough? The answer is fuck no. Uh, this movie, this movie was fucking terrible. Um, so Matt right. had some system issues, and he saw like the first third of it. But I, honestly, yeah, I saw, like, you didn't need to see too. any more than that. Like you could, could kind of see where it was going. And honestly speaking, I didn't even rewatch the second one because it was fucking garbage from the first time that I saw it. I mean, like, then any other time, like, you know how you're clicking through your, your guide on direct TV or charter, and you be like, Independence Day 2 resurgent, and you be like, oh, fuck. You know, you might turn it on this at the end. You're like, I don't want to watch this from the beginning or some shit. You might watch some pieces here and there. But, like, first of all, my first question was, so 20 years later, that's the little boy from Vivica Fox? Is that that son, or did they have right. a son? <laughs> oh no like they kept saying your father your father but no that's that's the stepson that's the stepson okay like that's what i was thinking like they kept saying your father and then i'm like okay and that's the president's daughter yeah there is <laughs> we're gonna talk about casting a little later but um yeah yeah and like she's a pilot now too and she's a pilot only because they needed her to fly the ship at the end of the movie Right. And then I'm like, the president's daughter. And then he's still walking around and he's like, I see what was gonna happen and all this stuff. And I'm like, So I guess let's let's give as much of a rundown on this one as we can. Um so <laughs> movie opens up, it's 20 years later. They're about to do like a celebration for the 20th anniversary of the Independence Day War. The War of 96 is what they call it. Mm -hmm. And this is a very different Earth than what we last left. They have co-opted the alien technology into their everyday life, but only sort of. Because I saw that they had like really cool like jets and stuff that can go into space and they got moon bases and shit, but they mm -hmm. drive in regular fucking Yukon SUVs and stuff. And okay, like they got so regular I iPhones. Was, I, I thought I thought that was only me too, because I'm like, okay, so we have the aeronautical technology, but we don't have the ground. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. So we're on the same page. So like already like this world hasn't really been thought out like they had the seed of a good idea like obviously we have all this alien tech on the planet we should co-opt it into other things but they only did it for the things that they wanted to do it on and didn't really think past that or maybe they didn't want to spend the money on it i don't know okay so this sounds very donald trumpish with the space force thing 
it makes sense in this universe. Like, if you have had an alien invasion, you should have a space force. But did we really have an alien invasion in our actual reality? No, I'm not talking about our reality. I'm talking about... And that one, right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, when you think about it, when you look at it from the 2021, the, the 20s lens, well, that's kind of funny because, you know, that, that movie came out in 2016 before he was elected and <laughs> prequel to him. Yeah, man. that's where he got the idea from. So, OK, so it's the 20th anniversary of the um, of the invasion. Um, we are following Will Smith's stepson, um, the president's daughter, all grown up. And then we have a new scrappy white protagonist in the form of Liam Hemsworth, who I'm not sure why this character needs to exist because... Okay, because I'm, I wasn't understanding that either. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, I guess we want somebody scrappy to root for, but I don't know, like, you you know the... <laughs> like, I don't, I don't feel anything for this character. Like, we want to feel bad for him because... He couldn't be the squadron leader. They gave it to a black guy who, you know, in this situation, he has connections. We want to be sad that the white guy didn't get the upper hand. Like, what do you want from me as an audience member? I don't get that. First of all, they followed the two kids from the very first one. So why not have a kid from the sciences dude and the... Uh, what was she the assistant she was somebody in the kid. maybe she was press secretary but like my thing was like I don't understand why Will Smith's stepson wasn't the romantic lead in this movie like why wasn't he dating the president's daughter they've known each other since kids why do we need this white that. why do we need this white dude in here you know that that's that's me so we learned that the um, Liam Hemsworth and the president, uh, Will Smith's son, they've got beef because Liam Hemsworth almost kills Will Smith's son trying to be the squadron leader. So they've mm-hmm. got beef. And so Liam Hemsworth has the nerve to have a chip on his shoulder against Will Smith's son, but you almost killed him? And this is a character movie wants us to like, right? So he's up in space, you know, being a renegade, you know, somebody that breaks the rules and is again, you know, like thrown in the fucking brig or what, what what's jail called there in, 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 in the military? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he doing all this, like that was the Navy term. He's doing all what this. Do you, what do you guys call it? Fucking jail. He doing all this shit <laughs> that put work. him in jail. Like you almost kill somebody especially somebody with as much juice as Will Smith's son and you're still mm-hmm. in the military? What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. So white privilege is still a thing in 2020 and what? In this universe? Mm-hmm. So that would have been 2026. 2016. Okay, yeah, 2016. And in 2016, it was still... I mean, but this is a different world, right? A black man helped save the world. Well, you gotta think about female president. (laughs) Right. (sighs) Um, yeah, so So, uh, I only was able to watch the beginning of it. My but since I only watched the beginning of it, my whole thing that I get getting hung up on 
y'all really tell the story that after all this man did in the first movie, y'all don't yeah, the story y'all telling is that Will Smith died in a training accident. This is the story y'all y'all could have said he died in some great battle or war or whatever you want to call it, but he died in a training accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was oh wait, say wait, wait, wait. Maybe, maybe that's why. If his, you know, I guess since I didn't watch it. Since his father died in a training accident and the white guy almost killed his son in a training accident, does that reason does that play towards no, anything in a movie? No, no. Uh, then okay. Movie then, yeah, then they weren't willing to meet Will Smith's salary request. And so they was like, Well, he he um he died in a in a shitty way. Well then no, uh, they should have got did. Will Smith and took like four people off. Because this was <laughs> absolute garbage. I mean, uh, they didn't even have Vivica back. They, they did. Have... They did. She was in the movie. She was. Yeah, she died at the beginning. Oh, uh, I didn't get. I, I got to the part where she she looked weird having short hair, and then she. Oh yeah, her, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It looked yeah, like yeah, she, she had some son. work done. Uh, you know, she stayed botoxing. Um, <laughs> I can't remember in this one because the movie was so garbage. Like I, I remember you bits and pieces. Out parts. Yeah, <laughs> so they didn't even did they mention Russell K. Kids? They didn't even have nope. none of them in there. Nope. nope like nope, nope, nope. they didn't have none of the good characters from the first one. But we did have uh, Jeff Goldblum in Africa. We got that. Oh, you must not have seen this part. So basically, in this <sighs> yeah. universe, the the we had the War of '96, right, Matt? Mm-hmm. For 10 years, there have been aliens in Africa doing a ground battle with Africans. The movie mm-hmm. opens up like at, like at the big ceremony. They have this big speech about how we're one planet, uh, one goal. Like we're all in this together. But you let Africa fight a ground war for 10 years. Really? Yeah. A whole lot of political undertones, huh? They um Jeff Goldblum gets an African sidekick in the movie and he's running around killing aliens with machetes and stuff. Yep. It it was honestly it I felt saw really- that I saw that part where one of the guys asked him, So I see all those marks on your arm means how many aliens you kill, how we're able to do it. And he was like, You gotta get them from behind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the movie is absolutely garbage. Like honestly, I felt kind of offended, like when the African dude was running around killing aliens with those machetes. I, I genuinely felt like this is this feels racist. I didn't, I didn't understand what was the purpose of that in the first place. Because how do you go from uh pium pium going to air nuclear weapons, then you go with a, a goddamn machete, right? It, like, and then you give it to the black people, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm glad I didn't I didn't watch that part. <laughs> but then know. the black man is the one who flew the spacecraft to the moon to blow up the people, the aliens in the first place, in the first movie. But then you come to the second one and revert back to a machete. Right. And you give the son of that character in the sequel a secondary role. Right. So- so the plot of this movie, uh, new aliens show up. Uh, now go. Give me, give me, give me the quick synopsis of this movie. Okay, so Bullshit. 
<laughs> a second wave comes and they're like you know what fuck y'all we're about to fuck all this shit up and you know what we're about to take the earth's core energy like you know the lava and shit at the center of yeah. the earth they want mm-hmm. that and they're saying that that's what they wanted in the first movie and uh before like the invasion kicks off this orb comes out of nowhere and a space force shoots it down and the orb that came out of nowhere is from a from a second alien group that's been fighting the aliens from the 1996 movie in a galaxy far far away even though they said when they hacked the aliens in the first movie they said this is their whole civilization here but there's some other ones out in space so don't worry um they're the 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 orb aliens are here to save us so that's the one that they shot yeah the one that's where I thought was so stupid too is where this thing just shows up and you automatically assume it's a threat. Yeah. I mean, that was the most believable thing in this movie, though. That's, right. That's... Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but like, even like, yeah. Well, we can go down a political road and not a political road, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff and you can see that, oh, not they're not doing nothing, but I assume they're a threat. So let's shoot it and find out and ask questions later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like an hour into this movie, I wrote in my notes that this movie doesn't have any heart like the first one. And when I say that, like we had Russell K's family and we learned a little bit about them. Right. And we got to kind of know Jeff Goldblum's dynamic and we figured out like what was going on with Will Smith and Vivica Fox, you know. And oh, and his friend that died. Yeah. Because that in that and the first one, they gave me the whole Tom Cruise uh top gun vibe, you yes. know. Yes. Will Smith would have been Tom Cruise and the other one would have been uh Duck. Val, was Val that his Kimmer? name? Oh, yeah. oh you, you no, you mean Anthony Edwards. Yeah, the sidekick dude that yeah. killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like so this movie didn't have any characters that I really cared about. And then Exactly. As I, as I wrote that, that's when they introduced those. So, so for the characters on the ground, Matt, they introduced these three kids who are probably orphans now because their parents went to Florida and Florida's like fucked up. And so they're just mm-hmm. trying to, they're in a car and they're just trying to drive somewhere. But the problem with that is like we meet them in the middle of their story. Like there's no point at the beginning of the movie where like we meet them when stuff's normal. Like right, no introduction. Right. And so we just meet them while they're just driving and like stuff's already been blown up by the aliens. And they run into um uh Jeff Goldblum's dad and they they help him out and he joins the little crew. Mm-hmm. And it's like <sighs> you got all these other characters that either we vaguely remember from the first movie or they're just people made up so that you can kill them or they're Liam Hemsworth and it's like there's nobody to really connect with you know and these 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 characters are the ones that we should be connecting with but you didn't introduce them early enough into the movie right and then it's like basically with this movie because they didn't have Will Smith the main one of the main characters they had to try to like tie in all these uh comic relief yeah like subliminal every, characters everybody that, was trying to make jokes in the movie yeah it was like <laughs> almost like it was supposed to be like 
okay like how they did with men in black you know like that was kind of more funny alien type movie versus the first independence day was more serious and they was trying to make it more this was more too many jokes and stuff mm -hmm. it wasn't it was like that they, they was playing around it wasn't right. They there wasn't serious like how in the first one it was all serious. Like the only person was serious was like Michael Keaton or is that Michael Keaton or whatever the president? Who was the oh, president? Bill Pullman. Bill. Yeah, him. Pullman. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the only serious person in it because even Jeff Goldblum's character and he didn't seem as serious like he was in the first one. Right. And then it's like basically this didn't have a. Okay, the plot was there, but it was like it was like um too many run-on sentences type. Yeah, they were just rapid fire, rapid fire. We got it we was got just jokes. all over the place. Like it was no consistency. Yeah. Um, it was jumpy. And it's 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 funny that you do mention uh Bill Pullman. Like he's like mentally unwell because he like did the mind melt with the aliens in the first one, right? And throughout mm -hmm. the movie, you can tell like he's very unstable. And so at the end of the movie, they're going to have to do another thing where somebody has to basically do a suicide mission. And this is like an actual suicide mission. Like you're not walking away from this one. And mm -hmm. so he's got his crazy man beard the whole movie. He shaves his beard off and he's like, I'm sane now. I'm going to do the mission. And they're like, okay. <laughs> i mean why not let the crazy guy go but like now like at that point he was you know he was well again i'm like what what are we doing here movie i guess because they had to they had to give him they had to revive him to so his character could actually fit in this time because you know in the first one they was like he was like uh i'm a fighter pilot you know what i'm saying he like mr president you can he was like i'm a fighter pilot so even though he's not the president anymore, he like, I'm still that same fighter pilot. I'm saying now, I can go do this. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know, so I mean, like, like they had to try to make it, they had to tie something in because it's missing. Uh, it has a huge hole, no Will Smith. I, I feel like they just used that as a crush. Like we don't have Will Smith. And so they just threw some stuff at the wall, like, this yeah. could have been fine, but this turned out shit because everybody was a comedian. The story wasn't focused and it was a run on sentence. Yeah. I mean, because it was like it was jumping from all over the place because you had the side story with the Lean Hemsworth and Will Smith's son Beef. Then you had the original plot with the Orb aliens. That's supposed to be the good guys. They got shot down. Now they were thinking it was the bad guys versus the actual bad guys. That's jumpy right there. That's that's confusion. Then you got the whole love story with Liam Hemsworth and the the president's daughter. That's another story. Then you got in comes the three kids out of nowhere in the middle of the movie. Then you got Jeff Goldblum over there in some. Uh, save the world humanitarian Africa fighting with machetes we're not we're not fully equipped to handle this shit 10 year Vietnam war type stuff oh and then you had um the doctor from the first one who we all assumed died the, the crazy one, dude with yeah, the, hair. the tentacles wrapped around his neck and shit yeah that he was talking through him because at that point 
I so they can just bring was, in random people back and be like with no explanation. Yes, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> but like the people that they should have brought back, they didn't bring back. Like I.E. Russell K's kids. Mm-hmm. You could have even brought back Sniveling Snot. You know what I'm saying? None of the good people that you remember from the first one. Only Jeff Goldblum. But then yeah. they kind of ruined him in this movie. Yeah, because they just made him like whatever. When his character was so important to the first one, it's like, okay. Like, this was just absolute garbage. Yes. So um, I guess it would be wasting my breath if I asked that this movie hold up, huh? <laughs> no. We said this at the beginning. It was bullshit. So... Like, sometimes they shouldn't make sequels. When they say you don't make sequels, this was one of those. I mean, once we talk about that box office, you might be wrong here, Dominique. But uh, my... I mean, because it's Independence Day. So everybody thought it was going to be like the first one. So, and it was sad. It was a, a real let down, sad mistake. Also, this movie had the nerve to end on like a somewhat of a cliffhanger where they're like, you know what, we got to take the fight to the aliens and then cut the mm-hmm. credits. Like, we'll see you next next time, guys. And it's like, fuck you. Right. Cause I, I will not be going to watch a third. <laughs> like, how dare you think that you're about to get I don't a third even think I watched this shit on Netflix. I mean, you don't have to worry about that because this was a Fox movie and Disney owns Fox now and they're not about to waste some... They, Disney is not in the in the mode of wasting money on movies that people are not going to see. True. This is true. So uh, what do you two think that the Rotten Tomatoes is on this piece of shit? It better have been 20. Um, you said the last one was 60. I don't know. But also 30. you got to remember like you got to remember that um, the last one came out in the 90s. So the scoring is going to be kind of fucked up because that's that predates, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Um, and I said, I stick with 30. You're right, Matt. 30? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Because so, I said 20. <laughs> so this movie opened number two. Finding Dory beat it in its second, like, Finding Dory was number one two weeks in a row. And like the <laughs> so the second week of finding Dory, Independence Day two came in number two. Um, it uh, number three was Central Intelligence with The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, the Shallows was number four, and number five was The Conjuring two. Um, well, Finding Dory was in its rightful place with all of those movies. So funny enough. This movie fell to number five in its second week, and it fell to number eight in its third week. And it can believe it. Did nothing but fall. So, on a hundred and sixty-five million dollar budget, the worldwide well, hundred and sixty-five million dollar budget in the U.S. it made one hundred and three worldwide three eighty-nine. Well, they made their money back from making it. Well, not in America, and they really not- care about that America number. Right, I get that. So yeah, they lost money. Yeah. Like what year did this come out again? 2016. I'm thinking how much more money they use for this film versus the first one. But I guess it's 10 whatever years apart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Independence Day one made money, like almost a billion I'm about, dollars I'm, 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 I'm in about, uh, money. How how much you no, know, I'm talking about the uh budget. 
Oh, so yeah, the budget was damn near double for the second one versus the first right. one. Right. But also, it's like you got to think about this, and it's the first thing that I noticed. Like the opening of the second movie was just like nothing but CGI on top of CGI, and mm-hmm. back in the day, they didn't have that to fall back on. Right. Right. Okay. But yeah, the first one had a budget of $75 million. All right, so here's the trivia question. How many actors reprised their role in this sequel? You don't have, <laughs> to, na- you don't have to name the uh, characters. Just provide a number. Prices Right rules do not apply. And I'll give, you got- I- I'll give you guys a hint. It's a single digit. Five. Four. Seven. Mm. You've got Jeff Goldblum. He, uh-huh. uh, he played David. Judd Hirsch played his dad. Bill Pullman played the president. Um, Brent Spiner played Dr. Oaken, you know, crazy doctor. Okay. Vivica Fox uh-huh. uh, was back. She was um, a stripper that was actually paying her way through medical school by stripping. So, you know, there you go. Um, Dr. Uh, so, uh, John Story played Dr. Isaacs. That was the guy that visited him in the hospital room. He was in the first movie. He was one of the assistants in the background. And Whatever. Then, and then Robert Logia, he played the general in the first movie. He made an appearance in this one, too. He's the one who got the, the president saluted at that ceremony, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying to think like general. Okay. Got one. Okay. So um, then we're just all people we didn't remember. Hey, we remember Jeff Goldblum, all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So soon after the success of the first film, 20th Century Fox paid the writer a large sum of money to write a a sequel, a a sequel script. However, after completing the script, the writer didn't turn the script in and instead gave the money back to the studio as he felt the story didn't live up to the first film. And then 20 years later, he, was he, wrote, he wrote some bullshit and then took that money. So this is not the same. Is broke. this the same story? I don't know if it's the same story, but uh, it's the same writer. Because he was uh, broke 20 years later. <laughs> right. Yeah, things yeah. weren't as successful. Uh, so it says, Will Smith was supposed to reply, reprise the role of Captain Steve Heller, but Fox refused to meet his request for a $50 million salary for two sequels. So $25 million a movie. What the hell? They should have paid him considering all the money they made off the first one. I mean, but that's 20 years later, and you gotta think, like, in 2016, it's been a minute since Will Smith had a hit. No. In 2016? Well, yeah, I guess, but it's still it's fucking Will Smith, though. Right, but if you're gonna pay Will Smith all that money, his stuff needs to be like destroying the box office. But nah, you're did, right it, because his I'm looking at his filmography and he had 2014 Winter's Tale. He had 2015. He had Focus and Concussion. Who? 2016. Focus, Focus and then Concussion. Concussion was and, a football movie, right? Yeah. Right. And what then 2016, he, he had uh, Suicide Squad. So and looking at those, none of those, and then 2013 was Aftermath. After so Earth? you're right. There is a, I mean, huh? I mean, yeah. excuse me, After Earth. After yeah. Earth. So there is a period to where 
None of those are hits, hits. Right. So it's like I I can see where the studio was coming from, but also I feel like he read the script for this shit and he was like, I'm gonna need fifty million dollars. And right. like he just let them say no instead of him saying no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you might be right. I, I think I go with that one right there. He probably read that and was like, hell no, I ain't doing this bullshit. All right. So the last bit of trivia I have, it re- it is related to another character that could have been in this movie, but isn't because they give Jeff Goldblum a new love interest in this movie, Matt. Okay. So it says, I forgot about her. <laughs> so it says there is no mention of Constance Spano, David's wife, in the movie. According to the novel Independence Day Crucible, his wife died in a car accident. So I I don't know if they couldn't get her back or what. But um, so in regards to getting some people back, the little girl that played the daughter in the first movie, um, she was played by Mae Whitman. And she is an actress that is still acting today. Like, have either of you guys seen that show on NBC, Good Girls? It's also on Netflix. I see, I see commercials for it. She's yeah, like, the, she's, she's the little short white girl. Like, she's still mm. acting today. She was on like Arrested Development. She does like a whole bunch of voice acting. Apparently, they didn't even reach out to her to ask her if she wanted to come back. They just recast her with someone quote unquote prettier. Oh. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> and then with the boy that, you know, the little boy that played uh, Will Smith's stepson in the original, he still acts, but like he's not a big name, you know? So mm-hmm. he's like in nothing movie. So they ain't even call him either. Who was the guy that played the son in this one? Uh, Jesse T. Usher. He's on The Boys on Amazon right now. Oh. What is that about? Do you know? It's a superhero show um so it's it's this is a world with superheroes oh okay and he plays like the the guy that goes fast but this is a world where like the superheroes are like horrible people like in Mm. like they've got like the superman type who is like crazy and like he he just kills people if he doesn't want to deal with you oh okay it's a oh, he was show. also Shaft. Shaft's son of Shaft. That's right. Yeah, baby, baby that's what I was Shaft. trying to think of where he can't. I see him as something else. Shaft's son in the in with Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Richard Roundtree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Independence Day Resurgence was a thing we watched. So um, as you all's holiday weekend is kicking off, please don't watch that movie. Just watch the first one with Will Smith. You know, because yes. you, they didn't even they didn't even show Jeff Goldblum smoking a cigar in the second one after everything was done and over with. Yeah, he just disrespected the victory dance. Right, he didn't do <laughs> nothing. Like they didn't do nothing to kind of. I mean, you Dominique, know, you're forgetting that um, Will Smith's stepson said, uh, "Now that's a close encounter." He said that. Boo! Oh. <laughs> he did. Look, I'm he like, did. huh? It was like, a, they, it was I a mean, like they line. didn't even do no reference. They didn't do like none of the the punch stuff from like nowhere near nothing in the second one. Like to even give you a ooh or yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just like they he threw this shit together. He probably was sitting by his pool or some shit and just. <laughs> 
getting high or, or drinking some Pinot Grigio or something and just wrote some stuff down and was like, well, here got a script. Yeah. It's yeah. like he it, it's almost like he put like three different movies together in one. Yes. Well, and let's take my of, none of them were good. Um, Dominique, we're about to wrap things up. Do you have anything you want to plug? You got social media you want to throw out there? You got an Etsy, you work on an arrival podcast, you got a YouTube channel, you got anything that you want the people out there to check out? No, I'm cool. <laughs> all right well thank you so much for coming on um this was fun and it's nice to reconnect um and thank you listeners um for listening uh, please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback please email us at we use the talk pod at gmail.com like our facebook page we used to talk about this at work and follow us on twitter and instagram at we used to talk pod and we will see you guys next week in a way the news goes <laughs> <Right>. bye <laughs>